to the worst week yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where we take a look at what happened over the course of the last week, and we say, oh, God damn it. I'm Andrew Hillary. I'm the captain of the ship. Joining me once again is Maria Guido. What's up, Maria? Nothing. Uh, I don't... <laughs> dude, I was really... Okay. I I don't know. Fuck. I, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. It's been a really complicated day so far. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Uh, I got re- yeah, I got really mad at Kamala Harris this morning. She's a stupid fucking cunt. <laughs> you, uh, we did not even make it one minute in before you... Okay. So, okay. Sorry. All right, we'll get back to Kamala later. We've got... Uh, first of all, listeners, Dan... Davin, once again, not here. He says he has schoolwork. We all know he's kissing his girlfriend. He's a kisser, yeah. that guy. What? He's a big-time kisser. Big Sloppy, kisser. wet ones. Like, who cares about their fucking future? Seriously. Like, oh, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna live like, and I want to better myself. What? No, so, we don't have futures here. Yeah, come on. So we were fortunate enough to grab two folks to fill his co-host seat this week. Uh, please welcome to the pod the king and queen, mom and dad of Pittsburgh comedy, Derek Minto and Amanda Averill. What's up, guys? Hey, we got hey. lots, lots is yeah. going on. Lots, There's lots tons of, of things. <laughs> Calling us the mom and dad of Pittsburgh comedy makes me so happy that I can't have children. Let me let you, Mr. No, and Mrs. I'm Hambone. so happy. I'm, I'm infertile. Mis- Mr. and Mrs. Hambone is fine. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Hambone. I have been literally called Hambone before <laughs> yeah. by yeah. people. They're like, ah, it's the Hambone. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. yeah. After Perfect. I transitioned out of the phase where everyone called me super bad, that was dumb fucking oh, time. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have, like, a huge, like, curly fro. Mm. So, like, in the south side, I'd be walking down the street, and people like, yo, super bad! What's up? <laughs> Fans of the show will remember Derek uh, from a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah, um, we had a good time. Yeah, and he brought mine. his lovely wife. Uh, oh, no, <laughs> don't give me that kind of commitment. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ! I, listen, I, listen... Hey, no. I don't know. No. Maria, right. <laughs> Maria Guido, a.k.a. the person that will tell you listen when they have nothing to say. Yep. Uh, we <laughs> Now, we don't just have co-hosts. We have guests on this podcast. That's right. And our guest for this week, uh, her car died. So we had to get another guest. We are just filling in spots here, folks. We don't want to leave you hanging. We don't want to give you an incomplete pod. So I put the call out on Twitter. I said, hey, somebody come be a guest. And we were fortunate enough to have somebody say, ooh, pick me. <laughs> so uh, please welcome to the podcast, Kelton. I forgot to ask his last name, host of Garbage In, Garbage Out. What's up, Kelton? Hey, hey, hey. Uh, last name, I guess, uh, isn't important. Thankfully, there aren't multiple Keltons on this show. Otherwise, then yeah. we would uh, <laughs> then we'd be have fucked. a problem, I suppose. Yeah, uh, it, it's been good. It's been good. I can't quite match the highs and lows of the previous description. So... Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to have to settle for uh, just being consistently high and intoxicated this weekend. So nice. uh, I'm not that familiar with what's been in the news, but it's been nice to see that uh, neither is Chet Hanks. So I, <laughs> yeah. I feel seen. Well, you know what? Why don't we just dive right in? You're t- you brought up uh, one Mr. Chet Hanks. And, uh, <laughs> That's the Chet- funniest name, <laughs> Chet Hanks. First of all, Co- Colin Hanks is cool. I like Colin Hanks. He's fun. He's yeah. like, I don't know. He's been in some fun movies. Well, Reed, Reed is not his mom. Oh, oh, Rita Chet's oh. mom. No, no, no. Rita, Rita's Chet's mom, I believe. Colin uh, is from Tom's first marriage. Oh, Dude, okay, okay. Chet Hanks is the Fredo of the Hanks. Oh, the for Hanks sure. Like, he's oh, totally yeah. the Fredo of the Hanks Colin's going to eventually kill him. 
<laughs> I mean, well, yeah, I mean Colin, yeah. Colin, have to. Colin does have practice from being on Dexter. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he'll be, I mean, you know what I mean? Uh, White Boy Summer. You know yes, what? Yes. That's re- Chet Hanks introduced us to just the anthem of 2021. And that is, in <laughs> fact, that we are about to head into White Boy Summer. No, we're no, not. I you believe- know why? Because <laughs> I already, I said this in fucking December on this goddamn show that this summer was going to be thought, thought girl, girl summer, summer because I, tried to- <laughs> I need to have sex okay i need to be a slut uh i can say that because my parents are dead da, 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 on your bingo card and they're not listening I, it is my summer i am wearing short dresses i am wearing short shorts i am going to bang up maybe a dude or two uh, it's Thought Girl Summer. Sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, Thought Girl Summer and White Boy Summer aren't necessarily yeah, they're mutually not exclusive. exclusive. They're not uh, exclusive things. I, I beg to differ because there's a lot of different men out there. Like, can I, I ask, this is an honest question. Like, so we got, what, what was it called? Hot Girl Summer, right? Yeah, yeah, Hot Girl yeah, Summer. Yeah, hot girl yeah, like, summer. I don't remember anyone claiming summers before that. Like, I don't, was there like other specialized summers uh, in the past? I, um, Sam had a summer. Yeah, he did. There was also a summer of love at one point, too, wasn't there? Oh, yes. There was. There was a okay. summer of love. Yeah. Um, summer of 69, I believe. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, summer okay. of 69, yeah. dude. Um, um, the Kia Summer Savings Event. Uh, uh, that was summer, a great one. Summer yeah. Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Summer, Sanders. Summer, summer, summer time. <laughs> Philo Smith. Yeah, uh, that was it. I think that movie 500 Days of Summer kind of counts. Okay. Uh, now, yeah. now we're just yeah. picking the word summer. Well, you know what? Five hundred days of summer is actually like the movie for uh, for white white boy summer. Have you okay. Ever watched okay. It? I've never seen it actually. But oh, I feel like you would you... fucking love crying yeah. during. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You will you would, cry. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're the total type that would cry at that yeah. movie. I, yeah. I, I'm telling you this because I cried during it. <laughs> yeah. I uh, didn't watch it because I only watch like documentaries about serial killers and fucked up things. So. Uh, you also watch versus videos. Yes. Maria. Versus and Flavor of Love. I watch Flavor of Love. <laughs> oh, man. I used to love that show. Oh, we so could good. talk about that show forever. But she then so Chet Hanks, though. All right. I, this <laughs> okay, is the other reason. Firstly, it's appropriate that it's a guy named Chet. <laughs> yeah. Saying it before anybody else is even thinking of summer. So he, you know, prematurely ejaculated this white dude summer. Yeah. White, white boy summer. Excuse me. Well, yeah, it did, right now. In the he spring. did clarify, I believe. I... I I made it almost halfway through the video before I started laughing so hard I couldn't take any more words. <laughs> yeah. In. But he did clarify. He was like, and I don't mean like like NASCAR or Donald Trump. Like I'm talking about like my boy Dave and like or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, he put Dave. he put hit out on polos, on the color salmon, <laughs> and on Sperry's. Yeah. So basically all of Barstool Network uh, and Joe Rogan yeah. podcast fandom just uh, obliterated. Did he also one said sentence. he also also said that we have to stop using the term smoke show, which I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I like the term smoke show because it, if somebody says, oh my God, Guido, she's annoying as fuck, but she is a smoke show. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm hot. Leave it to Chet Hanks to cancel the term smoke show. <laughs> I have yeah. never I've, used I've, the, I've, no, no, He didn't even cancel heard. it. He just says not for the summer. You know, save that for autumn. Something to look forward to, like a vintage wine. Save that wine. for incel autumn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but see, for the ladies, though, I want to call it hot pocket fall. That's what I want. <laughs> 
What, where we just carry Hot Pockets? <laughs> where we just have pockets and fill them with Hot Pockets. I oh, think it's perfect. Yeah, that is good. All right, write that down. To coin that right now before Chet Hanks steals Patent it. Patent pending. Copyright yeah. worst week yet. Hey, well, actually, I think Jim Gaffigan already winter. has it. That's the problem. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Damn it. Jim gets Jeez us every time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're we're all ready for white girl summer, white no. white boys. I, I guess we're not ready. No, I take it back. We're not. Um, <laughs> no. But uh, guys, I do. I I want to mourn. Um, this week we actually lost just a legend, uh, if you will, um, and that was when we saw that Chrissy Teigen deleted her Twitter. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, listeners of the pod would have no way of knowing this. I don't really know much about Chrissy Teigen. Um, I know that there's certain people that if you bring her up, they just jump to her defense. And I'm like, so you have a couple of her pans and you like really think she's great. Okay, that's about... She I, makes kitchen utensils. And she's ma married to John Legend. Yeah. Do you see? Um, she has beautiful cheekbones. Yeah. She's got, she's got, she's, she's got beautiful cheekbones. That's all I know of her. She's a pretty woman, but she's Ugh. annoying as fuck. And that's what makes her I do ugly. know that she's tweeted some of the dumbest things ever. Like, uh, yeah. one time me and John were at this place, and we ordered a bottle of wine and didn't look at the price. And there was like $15,000. And like, a bunch of people quote tweeted like, oh, yeah, this happens to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was when she bought a pony. Yeah, she had a horse controversy or something, right? Yeah, she just randomly bought like a horse. She was like, I've been sad. And, you know, <laughs> I bought a horse. Like, and listen, I understand. Like, yeah, she's been through some shit. Like, she had a miscarriage and shit and that's fucked up and i don't think anybody should say anything about that about her but also um she just does not read a room at all she does not read a room everybody's struggling and she's up there just pretending like uh, life is just so fucking grand for her mm -hmm. you know what i mean but she people act like she's this like social justice warrior because donald trump uh blocked her on twitter fuck you talking oh. what he the Donald Trump right? block badge of honor. Yeah. I think I don't know. I well, thought you had to unblock everybody. Yeah, I, I thought that, that too. But I don't you know. know I didn't really fall. There was so much other dumb shit going on in those yeah, four yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, I. It's all a blur. I like, feel like I've had an amnesia. I, I don't. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't I, I don't have a lot to say about uh, the the Tegan lady, but I have a, uh, some things to say about ponies. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, when I was a, are you, was are you subtweeting Alex Stipula right now? Yeah, no, no. We, we, listen, we, <laughs> those are we horses. Both, those we, are horses. We both, me and Alex are both horse comics. I know, okay. yeah. but uh, we both have a lot of material about horses. But no, this is a pony. This is a subset for pony people. When we were, we were kids, my friend's family they divorced, right? And so there was kind of this constant power struggle between the two sides, the mom and the dad, and they were mm -hmm. both kind of well off. So one day we just come home from high school, go over to my buddy's house to go like just play like Super Nintendo or something, and there's a pony. <laughs> What? There's just a pony in this fenced-in backyard that is way <laughs> too small for a pony, right? And her daughter is, like, riding the pony around, and they have a, now a pony shed that they've built. And that's that isn't that interesting, but I'm going to tell you this right now. I did not know that ponies could be super vindictive because for whatever reason, this pony, pony hated my friend Mac. And the second... And I have no idea what... We have no idea to this day. Like, I don't know if, like... Like the, he just saw some weird pear-shaped guy once, this pony, and was just like, "I'm gonna kill every pear-shaped motherfucker that ever exists." But the second, like, we would get 
Mac would get within 100 yards of this house. The pony would just start violently running in circles. And, like, it literally <laughs> broke through a glass window once to try to attack him. Oh, my God. Like, it hated him. And, like, when they find, they, like, literally, it was like Mac's not allowed to come over to the house because of this pony. <laughs> Like it was very. Mac got like upset because he felt like the pony got chose over him, which was understandable. We all love the pony. Biscuits was adorable. Yeah, it was. Biscuits was amazing. But anyway, I just want to say ponies aren't as nice as you think they are. They can be mean. I feel like uh, maybe we should get the pony to take Chrissy Teigen's place on Twitter. Yeah, pony, come on the podcast and tell us <laughs> tell us what it's like to be owned. Come on the podcast and tell your side of the story with yeah. Mac. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mac, by the way, has a great Star Wars podcast. If you're into that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Called All Things Star Wars. Listen to All Things Star Wars. Write them emails uh, pr- being pretending to be the pony. Yeah. Ask him about space ponies. <laughs> space See, po- ask him about the song by Genuine Pony. <laughs> oh, no, he weeps openly if you play that song in front of him. Don't oh. do it. Really, don't do that. And it's not like a good cry. It's a real blubbery, like... Uh, uh, as soon as he hears, I'm just a bachelor. He <laughs> just fucking... That's- Passes out. It's like PTSD all over again. Well, it's <laughs> pony traumatic stress. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, Chrissy, you'll be missed uh, by a lot of people. Not not us, but not I us. guess some people, I'm sure. Um, but she really picked a bad time to, to leave Twitter because the following day, uh, we were treated to one of, honestly, the best sagas that has ever happened on Twitter. And, of course, I'm speaking about uh, Cinnamon Toast Shrimp Guy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Like, oh, my God. That dude. Like, Has I it feel, only been, like, a week? I feel like yeah, that, it, it hasn't it's, even been a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel bad oh. for my friends who are on Facebook because everything that happens on Twitter eventually gets to Facebook, like, a week later. Like, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. But, like. <laughs> When you see that on Facebook shared in like a collection of tweets or whatever, you don't get to experience the real time updates of like first this guy's like just it's just a picture of cinnamon toast crunch with some shrimp tails and an email that he sent to fucking Mm -hmm. General Mills or whatever. And like that right there, that's level one. We're like, okay, this is crazy. This dude has shrimp and a cinnamon toast. And then like two hours later, he gets an email back from him. It's like, oh, that looks like crystallized sugar. Sometimes it collects. It's like this obviously not what it is <laughs> and then like three hours later plot twist this dude is married to topanga yeah, from boy yeah, meets yeah he's married to topanga that's this, when i firstly, started paying attention firstly the real boy by being married <laughs> by being married to topanga he's already won everything he needs to win why even bother complaining to cinnamon toast crunch about yeah. this like, oh, yeah. like yeah. dude your life is already instantly better than everybody else's who cares if you get a few shrimp tails every once in a while like yeah. it's not gonna kill you because of course Maybe. it's like the classic thing now you have everything in the world now you need to reach out now you need more attention mm-hmm. now you're planting fake shrimp inside your french right. toast cereal Right. People are so selfish. Like you get the hottest chick on television in the 90s as your wife. Well, I will will say one of because Winnie Cooper. Oh, yeah. Winnie Cooper was super hot. Yeah. There was a couple people that were hot. Uh, There was a lot of people that were hot, but she was one of the hot ones. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Kevin Arnold's mom. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Kevin Arnold's mom. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So. And and um, then. So this story would have already been such a weird story. But of course, in true milkshake duck fashion, (laughs) within another four hours, this dude had like five women step forward and accuse him of abuse. Jesus Christ. Because nothing can be good for more than a day on Twitter. 
<laughs> That's just, what you get for putting fake shrimp or shrimp tails in your fucking <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch. You know, if you're that, hey. Also, those were also the most coated in cinnamon anything I've ever seen in that cereal. So I would have just straight up fucking eaten it. Like yeah, that's I what I would too, like, like this is the thing. Like anytime I get like a bag of Doritos, anything like that, I instantly go for the thing with the most flavor on it. Yeah. Like yeah. I would have eaten it not given a fuck. I would have been like, ooh, this tastes like, a little bit like crunchier than usual. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you're like on the ground floor of something. Like you're like Gary Kellogg or whoever invented Kellogg's, <laughs> whatever that guy's name was, the uh, guy in the world. Oh, the guy who thought jerking off was bad. Yeah, the guy who thought jerking off is bad. Boy, was he right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, jerking off ruined my but, life. Like, you're the guy. Like you might be the first guy ever to try cinnamon toast shrimp, and it's just like, whoa, this is amazing. We got to get this out to the children immediately. Mm-hmm. But instead, he acted like a jag. Yeah, yeah. Although, although one good thing that did come of it, uh, our friend Hunter. Uh, Hunter Roberts. I thought you were going to say Hunter Biden. Biden. No, 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 no. Jesus. Uh, No, he he made, he's another comic. He's a great guy to follow, too. He made the Cinnamon Toast Crunch shrimp. And he got like shout outs by like oh, the people shit. from Chopped and shit. Nice. It is great. It was fantastic. Okay, like I wasn't thinking about it because it's just the shrimp tails, but like, yeah, that. It might not be bad. No, it would probably be really good. And like, I think he did it with like a risotto or something. It oh looked delightful. Risotto, I don't know. Listeners, no, send I us your know. shrimp toast crunch recipes. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, another thing that our dear friend, dearly departed Chrissy, missed was uh, frankly the silliest thing that has ever happened that has disrupted global capitalism. Uh, and that was that <laughs> a boat got stuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, dude, I. The boat is stuck. <laughs> the so boat is funny. still stuck. Yeah. The boat is too. The boat is too big for a little. Is fat boat in a little canal all over again. All the, all the memes with the little, the little, little like backo that's trying to like put yeah. you the funniest thing in the entire world. It's just like I don't think that was gonna work. Guys. See, and this is where I miss Trump on Twitter because you oh know he'd God, be like, "We're gonna want to just blow it up. Whatever. We're gonna send like, a thousand tugboats made yeah. out of American yeah. steel." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't remember any boats getting stuck under my presence. Why can't, why can't like, somebody just like do, uh, you know, I'm a bad parallel parker, so I do like 17 point turns uh, on like one way streets a lot. And um, I, if I can do that, why can't they get this boat? Yeah, you out? think they'd have a rear view cam at this point? Exactly. In this boat, right? <laughs> You're fucking driving a boat. You don't know how yeah. to do that. Apparently, it was the wind's fault. So yeah. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Blame the blame the wind. But like the Suez Canal was built like 150 years ago or something. Like yeah. the longest boat back then was like. Like maybe a couple hundred feet. This boat is one thousand three hundred and twelve feet long. Shout out a cab, uh, yeah. <laughs> com- comrade stuck boat. Fuck um, yeah, yeah. Like the the canal's not. You're not supposed to put that big. It's you're not supposed to put that big of a boat in that fucking canal. You know. You, asking you know. For, I hate the canal blame. I'm gonna say this. Sometimes. <laughs> We're not supposed to put things that are so big into such tiny places. This has never been a problem for me. Uh, clearly. That, uh, <laughs> that's what she <laughs> said. We've got to try it every once in a while just to be a little bit more adventurous. All right. And this also so, reminds yeah, me to... that 10 minutes ago I screamed about that I needed sex. I take that back. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Here's what they got to do. They need, some f- uh, they need a dump truck full of KY jelly. Uh... They got. They got to fuck the boat. I don't know, guys. The boat, the, the, boat. the boat is still stuck. I saw somebody tweet this joke tweet about uh, 
how Marks would have never been able to be prepared for this. And then somebody pulled this fucking random fucking thing that Karl Marx wrote like a hundred years ago or however long ago that literally was like giving examples of how global capitalism could be disrupted. And he did specifically say, say, for example, if the Suez Canal got blocked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carl. Yeah. The only yep, thing yep. that Carl didn't predict was White Boy Summer. <laughs> If somebody can find White Boy Summer in the Communist Manifesto <laughs> or um, any writings from Marx, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. There were probably other areas that were predicting White Boy Summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it needed to be said I at that point. Generally, I don't think Russians ever predict summers so much as White Boy winters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that's their medium. They also prefer nuclear winters yeah, too. Right. That's ooh, yeah. ooh. Hashtag Chernobyl. <laughs> Chernobyl summer though. No. Fallout summer. Um, <laughs> There is no summer. So uh, there's been some some interesting stuff. The, some other things happening on Twitter this week. Uh, one thing was, now you guys are aware there's a big vote in Bessemer, Alabama. There's an Amazon union they're trying to yes. form. The voting ends, I believe, today or tomorrow or something. Yeah. Um, so lots of people talking about Amazon unions, you know, just trying to get the, the phrase trending, uh, you know, being silly, going, you know, making jokes. I feel like it'd be way more effective to get attention if you just got poop bag and pee bucket or whatever the fuck they've been for. Well, people. yeah. Well, here's what happened is that for some reason, there's an account that's at Amazon news and nobody knows who runs it, but I'm, I, I'll tell you who I think runs it is literally jeff bezos because this account this account has just taken l after l all fucking week long yeah you know just what they like, should do they should hire the person who runs the wendy's account <laughs> that's I, it i like think the person who's running it is actually like this like person they just keep out in this bubble away from everything that actually happens in amazon right like, this is a really good place to work and we're, <laughs> yeah. too, we're getting stuff to Everybody at reasonable prices, like, and they're just like this innocent babe. Mm -hmm. like, they don't never let them look at like real me. Like, that's crazy. People peeing bottles at work. So they they posted like somebody accused Amazon of like people having to pee in bottles. And so this Amazon news account was like, come on, you don't really believe that people have to pee in bottles, like you know that. And then so. Uh, journalist extraordinaire Ken Klippenstein. That's my boy. Open, he tweeted out, he quote tweeted and opened his DMs and he's like, if anybody has any proof of this actually happening, literally not even two hours later, he had photos, he had internal documents from Amazon talking about how trucks I mean, kept being returned with pee bottles. I mean, yeah. not, not for nothing. Gatorade bottles have that wide mouth for a reason. Oh, I pee, I pee like, in the truck all the time when I'm driving the ice cream truck. Uh, yeah. That's because like, my the amount of money I make is dependent on how many yeah. stops I take. Like, and, uh, and are you gonna stop and ask a kid? Be like, hey, can I come in your house and take a leak? Like, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, also, your ice cream truck driver probably pisses in bottles, but I'm making I, more money. Amazon I, delivery drivers don't make less money if uh, they take a bathroom break. They just get instantly fired because it's all fucking metrics and shit. Like. I have a question for you as an ice cream truck person. Okay. Do you hit more kids than you admit? Well, I admit, I admit <laughs> well, to not, hitting none of yeah, them. Yeah, he's not going to admit it I now. admit to hitting I, none I, of them. This, this so. is the reason I'm saying this. Here. <laughs> I, I don't hit actually, them with cars? So like, I know another guy who used to do be an ice cream truck, and like he would always say, he's like, dude, I've hit way more kids than you would ever believe. <laughs> Like I'm not like telling like, guild kids, but like I've bumped a lot of kids well, with be, this truck. To be fair, to be fair, and he, and he also said, by the way, that like every ice cream truck dude will lie about this. I so I'm, I'm gonna say this though, like ice cream trucks 
are not designed like a school bus. There's not an arm coming out so the kid's crossing at an appropriate distance in Probably front of it. Should be, though. There should there's, be. There's there stop signs painted on be. it. Yeah. Cowden, what's your ice cream truck like where you live? Oh, it's mostly melting over here in Texas. It's, it's it's real bad the entire time. I really was thinking though that that was going to be a line of gotcha journalism and be like, how many kids have you admitted to to hitting? Like zero. Like so, we agree it's more than zero. Fantastic. <laughs> Good starting point. As a man um, with a mustache, I'm just glad he didn't ask how many kids I've hit on. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, we don't gotta go there. I know yeah. your type. No. Jesus Christ! Yeah, no, his his type is something cyber that you would find on the internet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why do you say this shit? I may have to mandate report you now, Christ. <laughs> I don't know why I say this shit. It just comes out, okay? But, okay. Yeah, so Amazon News continued on just taking L after L. Uh, at one point, the, somebody was posting about, like, unfair wages, and so they tagged Bernie Sanders and was like, oh, you want to talk about unfair wages? Bern Bernie Sanders' home state of Vermont has a $11 minimum wage, and he's been supposedly fighting for better wages all this time, but he can't even get it for his own state. And it's like... Uh, trying to deflect much, buddy? Like, what, what? Do you not know how both state legislatures work yeah. and, and national legislature? Like, well, there's a yeah. very big difference. Like, when, just because you're a national, like, anyway. I'm, well, well yeah. Bernie's going to well, fuck we all now. Know. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, talking about how that employee was probably insulated doing whatever Amazon's version of, like, a North Korean tourist uh, yeah. uh, drive around <laughs> would be. <laughs> Uh, that's probably one of the talking points they were fed. Like, did you know in Vermont the minimum wage is this? We actually pay them more than that. And that just, you know, became absorbed by their brain. Yeah, because so, uh, Bernie fucks with Amazon all the time. He fucks with Jeff Be uh, Bezos. Remember when he did the Bezos Act? No. No. Yeah, wasn't it the Stop Bezos Act? Remember I don't, that? I, I don't uh, know. Dude, hold on. I got to look that up. But he fucking, he's going to fuck with them, dude. Uh, I think there was a budget committee hearing. Yeah, well. I know that he told Jeff Bezos to come to Congress, and Jeff Bezos was like, well, I don't Yes. Know. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it would require large employers uh, such as Amazon and Walmart to pay for food stamps, public housing, and Medicaid and other federal assistance received by their workers. Yeah, yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. that, that would have been a fantastic thing because, you know, that still would have been providing benefits to their workers. Right, right. And, I mean, I yeah, he so he called... Uh, so Bezos is, is what trying to get out of going in front of the. That's going to be a great budget. <laughs> I'm sorry, never mind. I mean, well, let, let's be honest. We we all saw how well uh, how well Zuck did in front of. <laughs> so I mean, it can't be any worse, right? Mark Zuckerberg looks like what if Muppets had human skin? So, like no, like you guys, you so guys remember the movie one. like I was it I Robot, the one that had like Alan Tudyk in oh, it. Oh yeah, he looked like that robot. <laughs> He looked like an upgraded version where they added like a silicon based. Yeah, he looks like the T eight hundred like version of him. Like when they finally get the skin right and he kind of has the thing. It's it. funny too because like even like he looked like that in front of Congress, but like he was doing like little videos of him cooking in his backyard, and he looked like that then too. Like he just cannot look like an actual human being oh, in I, any I, circumstance. I don't think they're human. I think they're like robots or Stepford wives. How's or come something? we got a movie about Facebook and we haven't gotten one about? Uh, Amazon, like well, whatever. Well, you can I, I know the answer to that question, but I, really, the question is, how did Mark Zuckerberg let that movie happen? Like, there's no way they would make the Social Network today. 
Like not at, now, no. but the, at the time it was like Facebook was still like, whoa. Yeah. Like when that came out and like it also Aaron Sorkin made it, it was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but like he looked and, like a bad guy in it, pretty much. They, it would be yeah. great if they made a sequel where he was like it would be way more interesting. Well, they, they, it's about his failed so- presidential run. Is yeah. that, would that be the, the <laughs> frame for it? Bring back Justin yeah. Timberlake to be like, you know what's cooler than a billion followers? Literally influencing global policy at every level across the entire planet. I would Let's just be excited it. to see the Snyder Cut version of that. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for. I want to see like the Jesse Eisenberg, just the shaved head Snyder Cut version of it. Oh, geez. So, uh, yeah, what else happened this week? Oh, we had another mass shooting. That's fun. America. Okay, so I didn't believe Joe Biden. We're healing. I didn't believe (laughs) Joe Biden when he said he would build back better. But two mass shootings in less than a week? We had three, I thought. I thought there were two. You got to give Joe credit where it's due. Well, I think the the other shooting was... uh, not necessarily a mass shooting because there were two people and it was like a violent dispute outside of somewhere. Yeah, uh, it was so like, I don't know if you would co- you wouldn't call that a mass shooting because there wasn't one actor. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. so one. Sorry. Yeah. So it's not that bad. But there was also yeah. I mean, plenty of gun violence to go around. Yeah. Uh, dude, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, gun suicides were up uh, at their highest level in 20 years in 2020. So that's always fun. Um, but yeah, no, there was a shooting in Boulder, Colorado. Ten people dead, uh, including. Now this was a point of contention for a lot of people. One of the one of the dead was a police officer that responded to the shooting, and so a lot of liberals tried to make this argument where they're like, "Well, hey, hey, here it is. This is the this is why it doesn't work." You know, they always say, "Oh, what else? Wh- you, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun," and this police officer didn't stop it. And the thing is, is that that logic actually falls apart because. Uh, a cop is not a good guy. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> and you know what actually stops a bad guy with a gun? Early intervention, social services, uh, a place to live, enough to fucking get by. Gun regulations. Spider Man. But this is what they do. Like they, they will, they like try to justify how shit is when, and they're ignoring the huge fucking problem, and that again is capitalism and in the, uh, in the it, fall of it it's not it's not just a part of capitalism it is a part of uh white boy summer oh yeah <laughs> white boy summer, white boy right. summer mass shootings in right. every city across america baby but you uh, are <laughs> but right. we're doing a tour <laughs> right but That's you so have fucked up. but people uh, and i say this all the time we're in a fucking pressure cooker in america dude and people are fucking going nuts they're going crazy, and and you the only you can't you you're gonna continue to blame guns like that, but it, it ain't guns. It's the fact that we fucking make people insane in this country. And I'm not giving the mass shooter at all a pass or whatever, but like this is just a bigger problem of fucking yeah. Like as a society, the you know people, there's no way we can get rid of the guns. We have too many guns. It's like a stupid fucking argument at this point. Right. Yeah. yeah. The problem is, is that the the guns are gonna be there regardless, but. American culture is so focused on individualism that you that most people don't think that other human beings' lives matter. Yeah. Like everybody's so fucking self-obsessed and only concerned with their their own shit that like when you're having a rough time, like thinking I could go to some place and kill 20 people, well, hey, you're hey. not thinking about in like people's lives. You're just like, oh no, these are fucking peons. I mean, that guy in, in Atlanta was just having a bad day. <laughs> right, right. He was just having a but, bad. But anyway. here's, but I, I want to bring up this point too that this happened in Colorado in an area that has had 
tons of gun incidents and mass mm-hmm. shootings. This is right near Aurora. This is right, right. near Columbine. Like this is where all of that stuff is. And you'd think that after a while they would just do something. Now the the one person in like their their local government, I forget what position he has, his young son was killed in the Aurora shooting. And that like he ran for government and he goes like I think every other Friday he'll go and give a speech and be like this is why I'm here can we please stop the gun violence mm-hmm. and then rape the, the, the Friday before this incident happened one of the Republican Congress or, or one of the Republican people in the government there was like you know you just got to get over it and then there was another shooting and I'm like right just get over your just, murdered just slain son you pussy right. like what better the if fuck? they said that than thoughts and prayers yeah. like, mm. just get over it right like, and both sides it, neither side has any fucking like good good idea when it comes to fucking gun control or anything cuz you have the right that does not give a fuck about the emotional piece of it and people losing their lives and stuff but then you have the left that you can't just go and, and be like, we're going to take everybody's guns and think that that's going to heal things because it's not. No. People will find other ways to hurt people. There's, Yeah. There, hurt there's, people hurt people. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I mean, think about it even in the same way that we had like the, the masking and social distancing and everything like that in the past year. Right. I mean, there's a woman who's being convicted of coughing on a cancer patient because she asked her to put a mask on. Yep. Like, that's just further proof that people don't give a fuck about other people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's like baked into our culture that other human beings don't matter. Like, the only thing that, like, I've ever, the only, the one thing that I've ever, like, empathized with that particular, it is, it's not right. I'm not saying it's right. It's just like, I don't like being told what to do. Mm-hmm. And I, that's the only part of it I get. But, like, I don't like being told what to do, but like you have no fucking courtesy for any other fucking human being around you. Right. Yeah. Like it's, I understand me not wanting to do something, but I also understand that I am a collectively part of a society. Yeah. Like, but like as much as like you and and myself and other people don't like being told what to do, that doesn't mean we're going to take, you know, our car and ram it into a crowd of people. It doesn't mean that we're going to drive around without like car insurance. They like were Nazis. And Cal, well, that's you, different. You're down in Texas. So oh, yeah. what's the mass situation like down there? I've heard like mixed fucking from, reviews. From my cold dead hands, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the y'all at the end of that. Yeah. I needed that. That, <laughs> that was, was, yeah, that was a good touch. <laughs> uh, a nice uh, a spectacular flourish. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um it is weird. Texas is such like a, a unique place just in terms of I think it has a much different culture than pretty much anywhere else in the u.s because you know there's the what is it like the seven different countries that the u.s yeah. actually is but yeah. like texas is, is more or less we're, we're by ourselves because we've um much like a spout or much like a 19 year old who gets married too early to an abusive partner we've kind of just learned to accept things for what they are mm-hmm. and uh that that kind of goes in way of uh the legislation over here of where it's like well yeah i mean gun control uh, would be nice, but everyone is more or less armed. Uh, the psychos that will hurt you, but then also the psychos that are convinced that there are psychos who want to hurt you. So it's a, it's a real kind of a fucked up situation. Um, 
Yeah, like uh, there's yeah. there's dudes that like have the open carry here, and it's like th- so they'll go to the grocery store where they fucking uh, just a giant gun strapped to their body, and they'll be like, "No, it's because I'm brave enough to protect you." It's like actually, it's because you're scared to death that somebody will try and like you're you're <laughs> That's actually exactly the, right. You're actually the coward if you th- feel the need to carry a gun around. Like I don't know. But that's it's like the culture the, of fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like the it's like one of those people. Like anytime I deal with one of these people, like just immediately, like it's like I have to say, like stop myself and just immediately greeting. It's like, yo, baby dick. Hey, anyway, what's going on? Like, <laughs> well, you know, there's because like, this is the thing. They probably even might have a normal sized penis, but they are so insecure about themselves <laughs> that, it that you call the baby shrinks. dick and they Derek, will just go nuts. Derek, like, should we should we talk about the deceased? In what? such a way. Do you, do you remember when Tim remember when Tim Ross got that one picture from that one dead No, comic? I don't want to talk about that. Oh. I no, I don't want to talk about that guy. It's pretty okay. <laughs> well, anyways, that got weird for a second. Let's <laughs> let's no, switch it up. It's baby dicks and guns. It's the same conversation. <laughs> baby dicks and uh, guns. It's the name <laughs> of my new mixtape. Oh man. <laughs> White boy summer's gonna be popping off. Yeah, baby uh, dicks and guns everywhere. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Don't forget your boat shoes. <laughs> no, I'm right. So this week uh, we saw a historic Voting Rights Act passed in Georgia. I'm sorry, Voting Rights Restrictions Act passed in Georgia. It's um, a big clarification. Yeah. 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 Sorry to uh, I just got to get that right. Uh, yeah. So Georgia went blue in 2020 and they want to make sure that never happens again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. A few things that are in this new law. It's, I guess, a 95 page law and it's all like restrictions and limitations on who can vote when and where uh, it's psycho shit. So first of all, now it, with this new law, photo identification is required to vote by mail. What the fuck? Any clue how that would work? Anyone? No idea. No No No. fucking idea. (laughs) You you, you take a picture, you go print it out, you (laughs) stick it in there. You You need to go to Kinko's. You got to go to Kinko's. But I mean, Kinko's. Well, they're. Gay gay kinkos. Uh, they're freely they're they're you know laminating fr- vaccination cards though at kinkos mm-hmm. and shit for free a bunch of places for free. Oh. So now they can Are just they? Should, I, know. I think it's like Staples and like Office Max. But now you just go take your ID and they should make a copy of that for you for free too. I hope that they do that. I think that would be yeah, fucking. Yeah, I, I mean, would they be asking like I mean, legitimately with like kinkos or something? Would they be trying to then get you uh, someone who's mailing that to go in? Get the mail notarized, but then verified I, that it's actually yeah. Because you I can't mean, just photocopy yeah. your ID because they don't know if that's you. Yeah, so you have to yeah. you have to go to the governor's house with your ID, and then he <laughs> will give you the stamp to mail your wasn't, ballot in. Wasn't notary? Wasn't getting an a notary or something part of one of like getting something notarized part of that too, or was that part of a different state's? attempt oh, at restrictions i don't i didn't see that but the thing is is that like uh i think upwards of like 60 states are passing new voter restriction laws i know the math might not oh, sound right, right on Sweet. that but 60 uh, <laughs> yeah that's, I, thought was, I thought it was 40 you know what i thought it was 69 so many states but i, I was being a little silly there uh, 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 <laughs> we thought you were an idiot <laughs> But <laughs> Derek, once again, the two don't have to be mutually exclusive. That's real. <laughs> um, another part of this Georgia law is that the state can take over particular counties' elections offices. So uh, what this means is the biggest blue county in Georgia is, I think, Fulton County, where Atlanta yes. is. Yes. yes. Like, that is why Biden won Georgia. That yes. is why yeah. that uh, Warnock and Ossoff won the runoffs is, is because of Fulton County. Now, the state gov- uh, government can take over the election offices in that 
month in that county, which is already like they had closed down polling places. They had done like so much to restrict it. But now the state can just do whatever they want in the people in the county can't stop them. Yeah. Why do they even let us vote at this point? Uh, (laughs) For sure. You know. Yeah, to be like, yeah. oh no, you guys still get to play. It's yeah, fine. Po- it's posterity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it makes you know it makes us feel good and warm and toasty inside. Like, well, here's the thing: we it's recycle things that can't be recycled. The right. the phrase is "vote or die," and they don't necessarily want us to die. So Puff, Puff Daddy wants us to vote. <laughs> yeah. um, they also they also made it a fucking crime to hand out water or snacks to people waiting in line. And at this the is the places. big one. This yeah. is the one that I think is really important. Like, what sick fucks? I don't give a shit if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're a fucking neo-goddamn Nazis. There is no fucking reason to restrict snacks to people. That is in butt fucking insane. It is the biggest fucking hate crime I've ever fucking heard. Just like, you want to attack fat bastards in line suddenly. Like, motherfuckers need goddamn snacks. Those lines are... I've never experienced a line like I've seen and every single time I've seen footage of people in Georgia voting. Yeah, yeah. And every single chips. I will after yeah. I'm done yelling about this. After I, this is it's the one that just like I'm like well, you sick bastards. Like what the fuck? Everyone has to bring their own snacks now, dude. One of the greatest experiences of my life was I got to fucking do a march this fucking summer. Like, and I got to march downtown. And you know what happened that I didn't know was going to happen? Everyone brought snacks. Everyone people. brought snacks. Yeah. Just wheelbarrows of fucking snacks. That's like you guys, Benny Fierro's pizza. Yeah, like, there are all kinds of just, like, shit flying out. And I was like, this is a really pleasant experience. I ate so many fucking snack cakes today. You like, know what was the best part about the, the marches for me? Yeah. Was um, I finally tried those little applesauces that are in, like, the squeezy oh, yeah, thing. Those are it? really good. They're pretty yeah, good. I was yeah. having a great time. I won't do it until I become RoboCop. <laughs> Once, if I ever get in a RoboCop situation, then at that point I will try one of those. <laughs> but anyway, this is a travesty. <laughs> Kelvin, how do you feel about snacks? <laughs> I think, you know, it's a complex issue. There's a lot of factors involved. Kelvin. Kelvin. He's a snack centrist. He's a snack centrist. Goddamn Texas bullshit. <laughs> Get on there singing that dumb song deep in the heart of Texas all goddamn day. Bastard. Not eating snacks. Yeah, not, not eating, eating snacks. snacks. <laughs> kind of fucking so lobster are, So we you? have to bring, they have to bring their own food now? I yeah, guess. you're just not allowed to hand any, yeah. hand out any stuff to people waiting in line. Um, but like, well, it's you, with- you know what could could end up happening, right? Mm-hmm. Would be people then selling snacks in line, possibly, or like a someone at the end of the line is handing out coupons. Then someone says, like, "Hey, whoever has a coupon, I, if you want a, a bottle of water or whatever, I can sell it to you for a coupon." Etc. Mm. Etc. I'll, like, I'll, I'll pull the ice wait. cream truck out I mean, to the voting place. Are we place. talking about capitalism in the the voting lines? Is that what's happening? <laughs> wait, did they well, say I, just food? Did they say drugs? They said food and water. <laughs> they did not say they drugs, did not Maria. Say drugs. <laughs> right, I feel like no. that's implied, but it would be cooler. <laughs> but I mean, if cooler. you do sell people drugs, though, they're gonna need snacks. <laughs> It depends on what drug. Some are munchy drugs. Some are. And if we give people cocaine. Give everyone waiting in line to vote a bump of cocaine. Yeah, there you go, buddy. <laughs> they'll start their own election. There wouldn't be lines. Everyone would blow through everything real <laughs> yeah. quick. And then you get snacks once you come down. <sighs> okay, so whenever Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, was signing this bill into law, there was a state representative, a black woman named Park Cannon, that came to his office. She's literally works in this building. Yep. She came to his office and started knocking on the door saying, I want to watch you do this. 
I want to see you sign this bill that is going to fuck black people out of the ability yeah, right? to vote. Mm-hmm. And she was arrested by state troopers for uh, two charges. One of them was uh, like uh, resisting arrest, which, you know, they, they, they can just do whatever yeah, they want. Yeah. And yeah. the other was like uh, attempting to interfere with a assembly procedure or some shit. She's facing eight years in prison. Yeah. So a politician who was an opponent of the one in charge is facing eight years in prison for political disagreements. This is this is some this is, this is some Putin fucking shit. Yeah, it's very yeah. This is some yeah. Putin type shit. I mean, at least Putin would have the decency to poison them in a hilarious fashion. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Or no, was that the North Korean one well, where they tricked he, them into thinking oh they were on a prank yeah. show? Oh, wow, it's so yeah. messed up. That story. But this <laughs> is the thing, though. He can't poison her because he can't give her snacks. Mm. No snacks. Yeah, if she was 150 feet away from the state house, then he could poison her with snacks. Um, this is dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they and they wonder why nobody wants to fucking participate in the political process anymore. Like it is making me physically sick that I have to re-register as a Democrat to fucking uh, be able to vote for my friends for judge in the primaries mm. because just being connected to either side and I've never been re- connected to the Republicans, but being just. It, it, it just yeah. makes me physically fucking ill because it is so corrupt. Absolutely corrupt. I wish I had something funny to say after that, yeah. but I really don't. Like, right. I had to do the exact same thing. Like I, after college, I immediately like no party. And then mm-hmm. it was like, if I wanted to vote in any of the primary, if I wanted to like have any influence on like any, most of the shit that happens, in it's like, I'm like, okay, see, so I'm what, a Democrat is, in, in writing. Yeah. So what I, and I'll be honest, I out of high school, Registered as Republican because, and my friend pointed this out to me, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Well, you generally vote Democrat, but in the primaries, like if you trust that, that that the Democrats will push through the people that you want, then you vote Republican and push through more moderate Republicans as opposed to mm. the super conservative." And I was like, "Oh, that's a great idea." So for a while, I was registered that way, and then it was like. Clearly, the Democrats aren't doing a good job. So now I am like, then I registered as independent for a minute. And then I was like, well, I want to vote in primaries. So Amanda I voted to be... for Ted Cruz in the 2016 Amanda primary. Loves Ted Cruz. <laughs> Guys, I just, I just really no. like the Munsters. It's not a crime. <laughs> but no, I get, I get that. I, I get yeah, that. Like, I mean, it made. But you it can't count on the Democrats. We can, yeah. Like when I was 18, <laughs> which was half my life ago, I had enough faith in them to kind of do that. But then, nope. Is it because he looks like the vampire? <laughs> That's why you said the monsters thing. What? But <laughs> oh, Ted Cruz. This is because he looks kind of like the the grandpa vampire, right? You know what? Deal Wait, with uh, your marital problems <laughs> after. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna have a domestic after that. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, parody, parody for all the. <laughs> yeah, very much, very much. Yeah. Parody. Also, not, all the, yeah. if there's anyone from the IRS, I totally made that up about me driving an ice cream truck. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I also made up that whole thing about sex in the beginning. I'm sorry, I'm still really embarrassed about that. And yeah, I'm she's like, just trying to fit in with everybody else. Yeah, being cool. I try. You know, as much as I do admit to doing uh, 
crimes on this podcast. I think it might even be worth it for the fact that if they wanted to catch me, literally some like suit from the IRS would have to listen to this yeah, entire podcast. Funny. Like that's, yeah. like, that's just a funny fine, thing. Whatever. Like, yeah, I'd still go down, but that guy's job sucks. So yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, like I really don't give a fuck. I don't really commit that many crimes. Yeah, yeah, mine as many as I used to. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, how about you, Kelton, crime. guest of the pod, committing any crimes over there in Texas? Well. Uh, as someone who hasn't mentioned his last name, yes, yes, I have. <laughs> oh, you're it's, so lucky. You're gonna... There's only one Kelton here. <laughs> I don't think it's a crime to buy weed for your friend that doesn't have a medical card. Well, okay. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people who would disagree with that. There's a lot of crimes I've committed that I don't think should be crimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, as someone from Texas, I have to say we cannot go down this road. Like, if you let a bunch of Texans <laughs> on that libertarian street going, well, I don't think it's a crime, so it's not a crime, that can go real south real fast for everyone. As somebody who has been arrested for standing at the edge of a subway platform and peeing off the side, I have my own opinions on what should and shouldn't be a crime. In what city did you do that? <laughs> it's down the street. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm like, that's very smart of you because if you did, I went off to the side. Yourself. I went off yeah. to the side. Okay, nobody was around. Yeah, but well, like, no, I guess the they watched above, me on not below. So. <laughs> they watched yeah. me on camera, and like a police car rolled up. Like, dude, you just peed off the side of this. And I was like, uh, and they're like, we watched you, and I was like. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, so let's move on. Uh, this week we had uh, just another uh, fantastic piece of journalism coming from... Now, I know you guys aren't very on Twitter as much, right? No. Uh, and Kelton, <laughs> I know you are, but I don't know how into like leftist politics you are. So I don't know. You guys might have to just uh, bear with me while I set this up here. Now... Go for it, please. As somebody who is a leftist on Twitter... Uh, I have some nuanced opinions about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Now, as someone who sees a lot of other leftists on Twitter, most people have, <laughs> let's say, not nuanced opinions about her. Most people either uh, are unwilling to admit that she has a single flaw or think that she's literally worse than if Hitler had stuck to it and stayed alive this whole time. They People are so unreasonable in the way they hate AOC. Um, and she's she's fucked up in a lot of ways. It's fine. She's not perfect. But, like, they just... There's this fucking vitriol and this hatred because they don't... She doesn't do things exactly the way that they think she should. So she's a sellout. She's a phony. She's a traitor. Um, and it sets left Twitter on fire because people just argue about this endlessly. So this week, there was another article that was, like, obviously cashing in on this and i want to it's from some fucking website called world socialist website um aoc was giving that's like made up yeah, yeah. Not, it sounds like bullshit yeah, isn't it wordpress.com yeah it's like a geo city site or something <laughs> so aoc gave uh an interview to the democratic socialists of america to their newsletter or the magazine whatever and in this um she was asked a question at one point uh where she, they asked her, how do you respond to the people that say Joe Biden has gotten nothing done? Now, AOC is a politician. She responded in a very nuanced way by basically saying, like, if you say that Joe Biden has gotten nothing done, well, that's a pretty privileged critique because, like, you're making a 
a bad faith argument to say that nothing has changed. She, she continued, it's fair to say that not enough has changed fast enough, but when you say nothing has gotten done, you're saying that the people that are now protected from deportation are no one. That's a nuanced point. Yeah. She's saying that, yeah, Joe Biden isn't getting enough done, but if you say literally nothing, then like you're not being objective. You're not talking about what is happening in reality. He has gotten some stuff done. And it's definitely not enough. But when you say it's nothing, that's you're not right. I I also want like and I'm not so like I I would like to give some benefit of the doubt. He's still a hundred under a hundred days in. Mm. Like Mm. so for under a hundred days with such a a close vote in Congress and everything else that, that, that there is. Yeah, I mean, it's like I one mean, of those he, things where like... Like he can't run in and just put in like executive order after executive order after executive order because that is also bad too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. th- that that sets a very bad precedent for whoever our next president might be. But right, like, yeah. Like there's he there's not much else that he probably can even do. But that's... that's exactly. So... Um, that's, you know, that's... A, it's, it's a fair point, but... Um, see, I... I I disagreed with what Al- I actually disagreed with what Alexandria Ocasio Cortez said. I won't attack her because I'm I'm not like that. I think that she's definitely like a strong ally to the leftist movement that is in, uh, you know what I mean. She's in office, but at the same time, she's gonna play politics. Um, and you know, unfortunately for me, I am not. I don't think anything has changed. I think that I think that things have calmed down in the media. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're still bombing countries. Yeah. We have a, a, a way worse situation at the border right now than anyone is truly fucking admitting. Um, I, I I get what she's saying, right? And I totally see the thing of like, right. we have she's to give being, him 100 days. Right. She's being kind of a team player, which is that you're mm-hmm. right to criticize her for, but like... Right, absolutely. And I but think... But she's not sitting there saying like, no, Joe Biden's way better than you guys think. Like she, she in yeah. her point, she said, it's not enough. It's not happening fast yeah. enough. And yeah, and also to, to what you're saying too, you said that for you, it has not changed. And what she said is that if you're thinking it hasn't changed, that is your privilege showing to a degree, which is true because like right. for us, like for us, it really hasn't, Changed. Like there's not. There might anything. be less, a lot less fear, especially for um, people that are here illegally or what have oh, you. Oh yeah, and and yeah. I um, agree with that. I think though that when it comes to, and maybe it's just me, and because I don't, I, I look at it in a sense of like, you know, there were so there were certain things that Trump did that were just so absolutely cruel, right? Absolutely yeah. cruel. Separating those kids from their parents was absolutely cruel. And I'm not giving Obama or Biden a pass because they started that shit. They shouldn't even have put them those families in cages in the first place. But Trump doing that to those kids was so absolutely cruel. And to see that like experts in the field have talked to the Biden administration and said to them how to deal with this border situation. Like I, I would have thought that he would have dealt with that quickly. And I don't think that. Yeah. To to, to be honest, I think they're dealing with it as with the pandemic and everything else going on. I think they're dealing with it as quickly as they kind of can yeah like but it, they're it, not, it needs, though. It needs yeah. like legislation yeah, like it, he needed to like that's day one have a bill ready to go right. and he did yeah um but i want to get back to this article because that is what happened in 
the Democratic Socialist publication. So then the World Socialist website, right. uh, which for some reason their initials are WSWS when its website is one word, right? Fuck these yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, a made-up website. <clears throat> there, so they took just one or two lines out of the quote from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and ran with the headline... AOC denounces socialists and praises Biden administration. Uh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 Well, they have to edit it for their narrative. Right. And again, left Twitter fucking lost their minds. I literally saw somebody that said, I just read that AOC quote in oof. She said that any criticism of the Biden administration is a bad faith argument. That is not what she said. Yeah, you did not, not read she, the quote. Right. That's like, not what she said at all. And that's what pisses me off about, you know, both sides of it. Because I think like you can look at this situation critically. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can have disagreements with people on, you know, your like views. Like, and, and I think the big thing with left Twitter is they, people can't have a discussion, right? Like, yeah. literally five seconds ago, mm-hmm. you and I are disagreeing on something, right? Yeah. And we're discussing it like fucking adults. Yeah. There's no fucking hate towards it. There's no, like, what the fuck? I don't like her. Yeah. Because I, because we're, it, it's a disagree. That's what yeah. happens. That's human nature. Leftist Twitter, it's very black and white. And here's the thing people do that. When you're under trauma, and we've all said that we're dealing mm-hmm. with universal trauma right now. Yeah. So people look very black and white, right? Yeah. So like- it's like AOC is either the devil or the angel. And also, I think that with, I mean, just with any other type of communication where you're not seeing a face with it or inflection with it or tone or anything like that there's a lot to be missed from that form of communication because you're not getting those other aspects of it right so and we can hear her quote but like is there video of this interview or audio to where we could hear her intonation like the way like that she says things stuff like that could even push the arguments of either side more or less too right like there's there's a lot that that is just missed like yeah. on 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 all those platforms. Yeah. Like the criticism that you can make of what she said is that she's being too much of a team player. She's yeah. trying to put too rosy yeah. of a thing on what Joe Biden's saying. But like when she said people that make these critiques in bad faith, like that's the words that everyone on left Twitter latched onto mm. is mm-hmm. that they turned her saying people do things in bad faith sometimes and we need to not we need to not entertain bad faith arguments because like even if there's good criticisms like when people are saying nothing has changed for anyone like that's objectively not true for a lot of people like that is not saying that any criticism of biden is in bad faith right exactly like, I, I i would like to think she's cautiously optimistic at best mm-hmm. Right. And I would like to say that is another criticism. There's no reason to be optimistic, but I get it. <laughs> true. <laughs> right. But they, I, I mean, I, and, and again, as much as I disagree with her, I've donated to her. I will probably donate to her again. We need more people like her in office. AOC, do, come on the pod. Come on the pod. But <laughs> do I think that she is too much of a team player? And do I hate the fucking Democratic Party with everything in my body? Absolutely. I'll never deny that. But I, I will she's say a, she's, she's an ally. She's a team player and like the Democratic Party doesn't fucking deserve her. No, like, they don't deserve her at all. They don't. They don't fucking Who does deserve her though? Mm. Uh, Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Hey, I mean, may, maybe that's what Chet Hanks was getting into when he was talking about how it's all just gonna be black shirts or white shirts. You know, seeing the world in black and white because of the trauma. Yeah, it, looks it all makes it. sense now. And Chet now it all makes sense. 
<laughs> Shed Hanks, come on the pod. Let's talk trauma, buddy. Yeah, yeah so, I don't know. Uh, Shed, come over to my house. Let's drink a beer. I saw yeah. somebody <laughs> tweet that says, if you want to tweet about AOC either positively or negatively, you are now required to also tweet something about your local representative to prove that you know who they are. Yeah. 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 I mean, because. To be honest with you guys, I have no idea who mine is. Uh, so let's see here. Um, I, I don't know if I can hit it because it would be, um, let's see, Ted Cruz and then Dan Crenshaw. So, I, I mean, those guys <laughs> never, never make the headlines. So, you got man, to, you're in Dan Crenshaw's district. That's fucking awesome. That's it's so real stuff. bad. It's real bad. Dude, it's such it's a psycho. A, I dude, love the it. Crunch is a piece of shit. The, the Crunch. <laughs> I hate that guy so goddamn much. Yeah. It's, uh, Let's no, it's on. great. It's great here. Uh, it's especially great because then, you know, if you want to find out some real psycho shit, you can find out like the the wave of conservatives here that think Dan Crenshaw is a Democrat and uh, <laughs> like yeah. he's too liberal for them. Dude. And you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wonderful. It's a reminder of what exists in this monster of a state. Like last week, I listened to this NPR interview where a bunch of people <clears throat> were asking like some guy went into a diner like in Oklahoma mm -hmm. and interviewed a bunch of people about like whether any the first question he asked is would anyone is anyone here going to get the vaccine not a single person raises their hand <laughs> and then so he's going around talking to people and some of them are explaining their views they're like I'm just I'm worried I want to wait and see how the, everything some people had reasonable and like a little bit of logic to them yeah. but the, my favorite one by far was this guy and he like the guy asked him he's like now you 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 know that Donald Trump got the vaccine like does that encourage you he's like you mean that New York fucking liberal? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't yes. give a shit. And I was, uh, and he's like, but you voted for him. He's like, yeah, but I mean, Biden, right? Like, God fucking God. And it was just like, whoa, holy shit. Oklahoma's crazy. Yeah, people are, uh, it's, by the way, your representative is Mike Doyle. Okay, cool. Yeah. Doyle. <laughs> Oh, Doyle. 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 A, he's an establishment. No, no, I'm not yeah. going to say I doubt, I doubt Doyle rules. Guys, let's move on to something a little bit more cheerful. How does that sound? Okay, cool. Right. Ooh. COVID. Uh, <laughs> 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 this week, we got a report from the head of the CDC where she said that um, she was warning that if Americans abandon masks and social distancing too soon, that we will see yet another surge to which the entire population of the country said, well, duh. Like, yeah, well, yeah. we know that. But we want it, to. So we're doing it. Like, right. I mean, we know that. The CDC uh, is just telling us the most obvious. Like, obviously, it's going to happen again. We don't care. Nobody fucking cares anymore. We've had, like, what? Like, a third or something of the pop... A sixth of the population's gotten vaccinated. Yeah. That's good enough for me to go get spit on in a movie theater. That's... I'm fine. Everything's fine, you guys. It's like... It's so stupid. Like, why are they even bothering at this point? Nobody wanted to listen to them in, in a year ago. Nobody at all is going to listen to them now. Like, you know how, like, uh, on Twitter, when someone posts something and it goes viral, right? And then they do, like, a follow-up post that's, like, kind of like, oh, hey, follow my band my or follow my, yeah. my music. Yeah, you know, whatever. Then, like, underneath that, there will be, like, several targeted ads, like, ones for the LED lights and other yeah. ones for dildos. <laughs> like, that galaxy th this, light. This message from the CDC is, like, the 19th ad, like, at the very, very <laughs> bottom. Like, no one's fucking reading that thread or paying attention to it. Like, fuck right off with yeah. that. 
Oh my god, I saw there was one where it was a girl like the post the original post was like something about sex trafficking and then the link that she got like a DM from this company to post was like some uh fucking dildo company like the the, the post was about Perfect. child sex trafficking victims and the next thing under it was hey, go buy this dildo like but, uh, just world class world class I want, I want now to like again if I had disposable income it would be spent on getting all of these things like getting the the <laughs> you know a poor oxidized whatever the fuck uh, mask that they suggest just have all of it in my house so that way you want then every yeah. as seen on TV product basically yeah yeah that, that, that's basically what I want the, the uh, Twitter version of that just so that way then I can start commenting underneath like it really does work just <laughs> every single <laughs> Uh, yeah, so COVID, it's pop. It's it might actually have already started the surge. Um, uh, now it, we all know they're they're talking about it's it's peaking like for a, a fourth a fourth wave is coming. Yeah, right baby. Um, well, I think Ride what's starting it is uh, spring break in Florida, where Maria's headed in two weeks to clean it up. Um, I'm not cleaning it up. <laughs> yeah, so already just in the first week since spring break popped off last weekend, uh, Florida's average age for new cases had dropped by five years like the average age of people that are coming in with new covid cases uh all these people are partying all these college kids are fucking partying uh now 27 states have seen an increase of at least five percent since it got to its low point and our seven day average is back over sixty thousand. it was at like fifty thousand for for a while um what's up back to florida for a second florida closed some of their beaches and roadways at eight o'clock to prevent people from yeah. partying. They put <laughs> in curfews. Now, if Florida is willing to do that, <laughs> you know you're fucking up, right? Like, you know you shouldn't be there. Yeah, like, like you that's... can't. I looked because I got to I gotta go down there, so I'm going to stay, like, in the in Wynwood because uh, they sh- they, they're they shutting down South Beach. It's like yeah. you can only be on the beach from like 6 a.m. to like 8 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Like they've they also arrested over a thousand people yep, they, over last weekend. They arrested a ton of people for like violating those rules and everything mm-hmm. like that, too. Uh, they had to bring out riot police for spring breakers. <laughs> spring break. Honestly, who, and MTV like, wasn't even there. Oh, that, that, <laughs> that, that just <laughs> ages the Damn it. Was it really spring break without them? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't count unless on TV is there. Yeah. Was yeah. Chet Hanks there? What were you saying, Kelton? <laughs> oh, I mean, just who do you root for in that case? Like, you know, right. like some guy who's like, you know, let's assume 23 and, uh, you know, you, you don't know exactly how many people he's roofied over his course in college. Or you look at like the, the ninth year cop guy and you don't know what number mm-hmm. wife he's on. It, it really is just kind of a let no them, good guys in this scenario. Let them just beat the shit out of each other. That's yeah, what that's what it, they should. I, I'm kind of fine with that. Yeah, they should institute yeah. the curfew, but they should make it so nobody's allowed to use any weapons or body armor. Just cops, if you want to get these kids out of there, you're going to have to fight them yourselves. Well, the good I'll by combat. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, the good thing is, is I will not be partying with any spring breakers. Um, mm. How bad do you want to get laid, Maria? I would. I, I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> lay anyone that's under like 30. Because, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. That's a. I'm sure there's some Van Wilders there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, oh, there's out definitely, and about, definitely you know, with their own Van golf Wilders. carts and I, garages and such. I like. I think the reason that I'm single is because I just like my life of like talking to myself and singing to myself and smoking weed and hanging out with my friends. 
Maria, um, I brought up COVID because I wanted to brighten up the pod, and you're <laughs> sorry. But anyways, this I, is the beginning of like eat, pray, love. Like that's the exact logic that she has. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking. But no, uh, I will be wearing my mask, and I'm actually vaccinated. And um, you know. Yeah, we're vaxxed up. Everyone, yeah, everyone in here is vaxxed. Yeah, are you vaxxed up at all? Yeah. Vaxxed. Are yep. you kidding me? It, it, I, like, what What am I going to do? Like, uh, accept something like three months from now and then they'll cancel it on me? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I, it's a miserable waiting time right now. Oh, like, Pennsylvania's, yeah. Pennsylvania's been pretty good. Like, yeah. Um, they, one of the things that qualified you for round one was if you're a smoker. And I'm like, dude, I've been taking terrible care of my body my entire adult I, life i cannot believe that counting <laughs> <I know>. like <laughs> like it, that is that is one of the i'm like it's vault like i mean it's just literally it's like i guess i'm gonna go buy a pack of cigarettes like <laughs> like what the like that is the shittiest no. thing that like you, there's no way to prove it like like mm -hmm. what is it, like well i have tar in my teeth and i have stains on my fingers like mm -hmm. it's like it's like i smell like i was at a bar during a Steelers game yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's some guy just do. trying to chain smoke on the patio for the first time while Rocky music plays. Well, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I hope you get it soon. Um, yeah, well, no, I, I hope I do too. That would, that would be very nice. But, yeah, uh, listeners, if you need, uh, there's Google it. Uh, <laughs> I will Just say there on. are some states that don't require you to provide state identification. Ohio. <laughs> so um, if you want to go somewhere just as just as you know red as texas uh you can just drive to ohio and get that vaccine baby. i don't know about and, that. uh make sure make sure <laughs> you bring bad. your own snacks for the vaccine line Very it's still yeah. gray area yeah. on handing those out that's not outlawed uh, yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> so our last story of the week is uh Guys, I watched the entire hour and 10 minute long Joe Biden press conference that yeah. happened this week. Okay. Ooh. Joe Biden fucking sucks. He's unbearable. <laughs> Listening to him talk, it's just, it makes me sad, you guys. At least Trump was fun, fun in it, the way that he was destroying the world. Well, like, he, he was the fun kind of illiterate, not, you know, like, <laughs> right. yeah. not, th this is like the flowers for Algernon type of illiterate. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, that's, no. Yeah, that's right, dude. We're like, fuck, dude, this has got to go. Um, there were some choice moments, though. Uh, he came out. He said, uh, look at how good I am at um, doing the vaccines. We got 100 million shots. And uh, I said 100 days. We got in 50 some, 50, 58 days, 100, 100 million shots. So, yeah. Uh, then he continued on. He starts talking about the filibuster. You know, they had, uh, he was doing a press conference, so people were hitting him with curveballs. They're throwing stuff at him. Somebody asked him, like, what's your plan to get rid of the, like, do you want to get rid of the filibuster? And Joe Biden says, what I want to do is go back to how it was when I came to the Senate 120 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody called him on it. No, 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 well, no. There were Republicans. Hey, hey Joe. No, I mean in the room. It. In the oh, room. Okay. Like, do you yeah. understand? Hey, Joe. How uh, <laughs> what What were the water fountains like uh, in Congress <laughs> when you first came? Were they separate yeah, but serious. equal for people? Yeah. <laughs> we got to get back to when there were separate water fountains. And I mean, I would lose my press credentials so fast if oh. I, if for some reason I ever got them. Because like, if I was in that room, I would have been like, "You said 120 years, you dumb motherfucker!" Like. Exactly. I just, I would, yeah. There's, no, I have no decorum. Is that the word? Yeah. 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 No couth. Is that, 
Couth. Uh, yeah. Well, well, a bunch of I don't think Couth. Do people ever use the word Couth? Because I only hear uncouth. uncouth. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like that's uncouth. one of those weird words like you never hear say. Oh, that's a Couth motherfucker. Like yeah. you never <laughs> hear people say that. Couth boy summer. Yeah. Couth boy summer. I don't know, but that sounds somehow more racist than white boy summer. Like, I don't know. I don't know how. Way, yeah. That sounds way worse. <laughs> Take Cuth that boys. out. Um, well, this is the thing, though. There were Republicans on like Fox News and on Twitter who picked up on that, and they're like, "See, he's got the dementia timers." And it's like, no, dude. Well, here's the he thing: he's trying that... to make a joke that just did not. Yeah, he's just play like, to the room. That they didn't need to use that example for him having dementia because later on, and yeah, again, listeners, yeah. I do not think that it is appropriate in any way to make fun of somebody who is losing their men mental faculties unless they are the fucking president in control, whether we live or die. Then it's fair game. Fuck you, Joe Biden. Also, he goes, we're all losing our mental faculties or whatever. Like, we fucking live in America. This sucks. He was answering a question. Somebody asked him, like, you know, there's only 50 votes in the Senate. Like, how do you, like, how do you want to, like, go about going getting things done? And he answered, and this is a direct quote, uh, the best way to get something done if you hold near and dear to you, like, to be able to, well, anyways, we're going to get things done. He sounds like me on this podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he sounds his like. His fucking brain just melts out of his head and like, no, everybody's like, yeah, no, we should, best I, president. I, I, he's doing great. I, I, I think he was just trying to put together as couth a statement <laughs> as he could. Uh, you know, a AOC probably had a little bit more... Time to think on her feet with her with her, you know, statements comparatively. I may not have done it justice. Uh, if you watch it, he is panicking trying to get to the end of the sentence. Well, because he doesn't want to say fuck those Republicans. <laughs> I will push it through with executive order if I have to. He does he's not Trump. He's not gonna say that. He's he not did gonna have, like they'll bend to my will. He like, did have a bit of a Trump dude. moment though. Um a reporter asked him, they were talking about the kids in the cages at the border. Um, I'm sorry, the child detention, nice fun time facilities or whatever they're oh, called. You mean the the Chuck fucking, yeah, yeah, the, the kids place the where Chuck they're traumatizing the <laughs> those children. Um, now, it I don't would know be if you nice guys... if they did fill the cages with those balls, though, right? <laughs> like, I think that would be... If that's the compromise, we can't get rid of the cages, but we did make them ball pits. Uh, <laughs> Jesus <Yeah>. fucking Christ. <laughs> Maria's going to have a meltdown over here. Um, no, so somebody was asking him because, like, there's been just this huge influx of kids. Like one of the facilities is designed to hold like 400 kids. There's currently 1500 in it or some shit. Yeah. And Yikes. so they are, they've gotten to the point where there's literally not enough beds. So they have made these children start sleeping in shifts to like, because they can't put all the kids to bed at the same time. So some of the kids are sleeping during the day. And so literally there are children that have not seen the sun in days. Yes. And this reporter asked Joe Biden, do you think that this is acceptable? And Joe Biden, like I said, Trump moment, he goes, is that a serious question? Fuck you. You're the president. He is. What they are doing to those children. Like, just say no. Active. Just say no. Yeah. Like, it you is, don't have to actually fix it, but admit that this is a fucking horrible thing happening on your watch. It is an yeah. act of child abuse. And, and, and this is like something that, and this is why I'm, you know, really in a bad mood today is that like what they are doing to those children is, is torture. You know, they're, they're, there, it's it's deprivation. You can't take children away from the sun. You can't take them off of their routine. Uh, children down there are molesting each other. Um, they're hoarding mm -hmm. food. 
there and and we're going to have another situation like we did years ago so like if you uh in Russia, the Russian orphanages have always had like a really bad history because they were, again, like these places, completely full. They had ve- like very little caregivers, so these kids were not being talked to. Yeah, they were being given a bottle and being changed, but they weren't being talked to. They weren't being cuddled. They didn't learn language. They That's why they, you would see kids that would sit and just rock back and forth in their uh, crib because they learned how to self-soothe. Nobody took care of them. What they're doing to these kids is they are torturing them and they are fucking up their attachment. They're not caring for them. They are literally, your brain physically changes, physically changes when you go through this trauma. And um, uh, there's going to be a number of these children that they're going to put into the foster care and adoption system in America. And it's going to, and and just like we did with the Russian with the Russian kids that came over here. 15, fought, 20 years from now, there's just going to be a South American Red Scare foster, podcast. Well, fa- no. Foster <laughs> care. Hold on. Can I, please? Yeah, sorry. Foster care, foster parents and adoptive parents are not prepared for issues in attachment. They can't do it in the American system. You are going to bring even more children in. And here's what's going to happen. A lot of these kids, because of the trauma that they experience, they're going to have significant behaviors that are dangerous, that put other children, uh, you know what I mean, in danger, or they're not going to be able to attach to a caregiver, and that caregiver is going to be like, I can't care for this child. And then that's another change. Like, it, it, it sickens me as a social worker and somebody that, I guess, is quote-unquote considered an expert in child and adolescent institutionalization to watch this you want me to fucking vote for a democrat in 2024 when you're literally i mean i fucking dedicated my life to working with children like this and to fucking see our government continue again and again and again to incarcerate them to traumatize them and to cause these issues that could be stopped it is it is fucking outrageous. It is disgusting, and it fucking kills me. It fucking kills me. And I'm sorry. I I know this was supposed to be a funny podcast and shit, but that shit fucking kills me every single day. My my whole thing is with this is that like, this is a situation where there you know it's tough to find like what the right thing to do like the best way to handle this influx of kids is and it's like i almost am pessimistic enough to say like maybe there is no right answer but as the fucking president you have to admit that you can't fucking play this off you can't brush off the question oh is that a serious question like no you have to own the fact that you are doing the you the, you can't fucking fix this that like but here's what joe biden did which was really fun um he said that he is putting kamala harris in charge of the border yeah yeah the <laughs> same bitch that remember- fucking incarcerated parents <laughs> and incarcerated children in california do you remember These when obama pieces of shit can suck my fucking dick dude do you remember when obama was giving his last state of the union so he had like eight months left in office and he starts talking about cancer and he turns back to joe biden standing behind him and he's like and we're gonna put joe biden in charge of finding the cure for cancer <laughs> I do not remember that. Joe Biden was just like, what? (laughs) Yeah. It was so amazing. 
Um, yeah, it's just it's just such a fucking mess. And like, if you can't fix it, at least fucking own it. Like, I I think that it's it's hard to. So whenever somebody does something wrong, a lot of times it's hard for them to own up to that. Right. right. I so I I think that that is part of it, and I also think that he believes that currently it's not a great situation, but he is doing the best he can with what he's given. I'm not saying it's perfect by any means. I think that it's terrible, but I think that he thinks. Yeah. That he doesn't get the gravity of it or whatever. Not only that, but like he was also handed, I'm not saying the situation was great when Trump moved into there, but uh, whenever he moved in after Trump, I would say it's significantly worse uh, just based just based on the number metrics of it, let alone yeah. every other part of it that's there. So I think that he knows that it's bad, but he's not going to admit that it's bad because you don't admit whenever you fuck something up like that. Right. But at the same time, but it's, they were told they were told what to do when Trump was in office. There are so many empty residential treatment facilities in this country because we are getting away from residential treatment. Um, and, and keeping kids and families and keeping them in communities. There are so many facilities that are empty that they could have these kids in. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Where they're not 12, 14, fucking 15 in one bedroom. You know what I mean? They're they're mm-hmm. able to be cared for. Uh, you know, I and I totally agree with you. I think, yeah, it's... And I think that's why pe- things don't change is because people have a hard time admitting when they fuck up. I mean, look... The fucking social work system fucks up all the fucking time. All the time, dude. Mm-hmm. But at the yeah. same time, there are there have been social workers, there have been experts in this field that have told both the Trump administration and the Biden administration, you are further traumatizing these children. Again, there is no right way because at this point these kids are institutionalized, Exa- right? Exactly. And even if you do move them to like a resi- like a more residential type <coughs> facility like you were mentioning, the aren't most of those run by the states? So then you're having the federal government who is dealing with the borders have to interact with the state governments, which is also part of the problem too, well, because they're not there. There will be states that'll be like, Hey, we have this available. We can use these things. And there will be other states that are like, well, no, there's, just, there's also, so, there's a number of problems because that could come up, but also there's residential treatment facilities that are privately owned. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those like, as well. They're privately owned. And there's the other piece of, you don't have enough staff. You don't have enough caregivers. Like, and, and properly trained staff proper, and caregivers. Absolutely, because you know I worked at these facilities, and I, you know the the state tells you that you have to check on them every fifteen minutes, unless they're on like suicide watch or safety. Then it's every five. A lot can fucking happen in fifteen minutes oh, with yeah. ten children and one staff, which happened to me multiple times. A lot can happen, you know. And then it's like, but you look at this situation, and then I guess, and again. It's my response because of what I've seen over the years, right? Like, I completely admit that when I react to this situation, a lot of it's my emotional mind. But I do also have, like, all the fucking, you know, research to back up my fucking claims. But I think that because I've seen this so, so much, and and then looking at the situation at the border, and it, it's, like, so fucking horrific that it's, like, I, I, I guess 
can't imagine what those children are going through. Well, they're all going to become super villains, is what I'm thinking that they're going to go through. We, I yeah. think that that's what's going to happen, and they're just going to build like a super, you know, like maybe like a super villain army. But whenever you you hear what the super villain army is saying, it's like, oh fuck, they were right. They're actually not the bad guys. I stand that's by my prediction that yeah. uh, it's going to be a DC comic. <laughs> yeah, so we'll make it into a DC comic. I stand by my prediction that we're going to have another generation of Latinx Red Scare podcasts or some shit. Um, which again, <laughs> if you know what Red Scare is, is a great joke. And if you don't, you probably do, think I'm insane. But I, they weren't at Russian adoptees. Oh, weren't they? No, oh, they just they came shitty over people from, for no they're reason. Just shitty people, yeah. They're cool. no, they weren't Russian adoptees. <laughs> Let's get back on track. Uh, Joe Biden. He he's, he hit a few more points. Um, at one point, he's he was asked about the voter bill in Georgia, and he tried to make a comment about it where he said, uh, "This voter suppression makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle." Now I'll tell you, listeners, Oof. as as a uh, as a podcaster, I do some research for this. So I typed into Google, "Who the fuck is Jim Eagle?" Yeah, what the fuck is Jim Eagle? Yeah, what? That is not a real person, or even a reference that is to anything. Joe Biden was making a joke. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he was, was like, he was clearly making he a was joke doing about patriotism. Joke. Yep. No, no, yeah. no, no, he was making a joke about oh, that's another kind of bird. Oh, that was it. That was the clarification. Oh. Was that like <laughs> Jim Crow, Jim Eagle? That's another bird. You, you know the one thing <laughs> that's that, really <laughs> the one thing that's really affected us during this pandemic has been our ability to go out to open mics, and it's clear that Joe Biden <laughs> needs to go and hit an open yeah, mic. Joe Biden is just he's he, he just terrible. Has to, he has to get his timing back. Joe he Biden, has to, you yeah. need more minutes, bro. Yeah, he, he needs more stage time, bro. Joe yeah, Biden, come on the podcast. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Hambone will teach you how to. Yeah. Well, we'll leave that up to Mr. Hambone over here. That's it was your idea, Mrs. Uh, Hambone. <laughs> yeah, Amanda. Oh, um, we he was also uh, this is exciting. He was asked about running in 2024, and uh, <laughs> the reason they brought it up is because the reporter said your predecessor had already established his reelection campaign, and Joe Biden laughed. He said, "Ha ha ha," and then he goes, "Ah, my predecessor, I miss him." And you know what, Joe? So do we. Yeah, I miss him too. Give him his Twitter back. Give him his Twitter back. No. Oh, he's launching his own no, platform, no, you guys. No, no, yeah. no, no. I hope he never gets his fucking Twitter back. <laughs> Why? Because the static noise that that guy created understand? in my head every goddamn day, like, <laughs> e that is the one, that's like the only reason I'm okay. Like, if Joe Biden did nothing fucking else, that's one thing that just, there's no. I do not have to have a constant feed of Trump's <laughs> bullshit in my head. But, dude, could you Researching imagine? Researching this podcast was way easier when I could just look. For sure. Trump... Yeah. yeah. But yeah. could you imagine the shit that he'd be saying about the $2,000 checks and stuff? Like, I that don't would be funny care. as hell. Because I can just make it all up. It's a bunch of <laughs> expletives and big things. And then it's just all his little dick energy. He's just that, that little baby dick motherfucker. I can't. I'm so happy. It's a, like that one particular th facet. And what I really we want disagree now. disagree with you because we have a podcast. So we need that. <laughs> but what I love instead is those press releases that see. Oh, ju yeah. Just oh, yeah. That is so From funny because he has to like make someone make those and put it. Because, you know, he doesn't yeah. know how to use a template. Like, no. he can't put, he's no. not putting that together himself. But you know what? His his uh, person who is doing it. Very good at clip art. I do like that. It's like from the desk of the former president <laughs> at Mar-a-Lago yeah. in, in Trump land. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love the, the look of them. I think though that Joe <laughs> Biden does not, I honestly, here's my theory. Joe Biden is not going to run in 2024. Kamala is, you know why? Because Kamala is like one of those moon childs and by proxy moms. 
And I think she's poisoning Joe Biden <laughs> so he dies. It's like that, yeah. I don't he, think she needs to put that much effort into <laughs> right. it, sweetie. That's not like right. she's too. Well, she hates the work, so it's easy for her. Um, but yeah, I think that that's my theory. Moonshows and fucking Harris. Moonshows. I keep thinking you're gonna say moonshine. Moonshine by proxy. Moonshine by proxy. <laughs> well, that's actually how she's doing it. You yeah, know, is with the moonshine. She's, she's just moonshine. getting so drunk that the contact <laughs> drunk on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wish we had a new dr- a drunk president again. Like we even had one. Right. Of those, uh, like, I uh-huh. know. Oh like, my just god. Just hammered all the time. Like Grant. Like Ulysses as Grant. Just like. Just shit house hammered, yeah. giving away like having poker parties, like giving away like all the china in poker matches. See, like, dude, we stuff. need another like shithead, fucking addicted president. Like, I would be a good president so because I have an addiction to marijuana, and I'd probably use more drugs. Um, as president, yeah. Like, once you reach the highest office, you can do whatever. To, you don't you have to worry any anymore. Any money that you can become the highest office. Yeah. Right. I hey, bet you any money. That's why we brought you on, Kelton. Boom. <laughs> I bet you any money that presidents still have access to quaaludes. Whoa, if there's, dude. If there's one drug that I've always wanted to do. It's Quaaludes, I've isn't it? I've always wanted to do Quaaludes. Me too, me too. Would, like, if I could get, I would pay a lot of money. Oh my God. So much money just to try it out. Can yeah. you like, get them in Mexico or something? No, they're no, gone. No, you can't they're get gone. them anywhere. I thought they're it was gone. like a situation where like they were harder to get, but we not We need impossible. to find somebody that we know who's like a chemist that can m- yeah. remake it. Dude, I guarantee you can buy them for like 45 <laughs> cents off a guy in, on the street in Thailand, But they dude. wouldn't be, wouldn't be with the They wouldn't be like the Quaaludes that like, we want. Yeah, the, we want the good old Quaaludes. Yeah, Neither was the diploma from Harvard I bought it from a guy on the street in Thailand, but you know what? It'll still get me the job. Mm. Uh, yeah, no. They sell Harvard diplomas on the street in Thailand. That's it's amazing. hilarious, That's beautiful. dude. I would, it's just like, I yeah, we'll forge yeah. you whatever you want. It's so fun. Aww. It would be cool <laughs> to have a president on Quaaludes. <laughs> I mean, Twitter, I'm like thinking about the whole Reagan un- administration right now. I'm like, was he on that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> was it astronomy he was on? <laughs> Yo, astrology, well, maybe. Astrology, yeah. Astrology. There's actually a really good documentary on Showtime, which I did the 30-day free month thing, so I got to cancel that actually this week. Uh, Cancel culture strikes again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, About the Reagan administration and how Nancy, like, played a role. And, yeah, she used to call her fucking astrologist and shit. Yeah, Yeah, so hers, I did a, one night my buddy, like, he's like, hey, man, can you fill in for me? I need to do, can you run this trivia show for me? And I'm like, yeah, I can do it. Like, and I got all the gear and I go up to, like, Wexford and I'm doing it. And one of the questions was about uh, Reagan. It was like, the Ronald Reagan had a personal one of these in his office, which is unusual. And the answer was an astrologist. Yeah, an astrologist. And so I was like, you know, know, some people guessed it right. Some people had no idea. And I was like, it was an astrologist. And someone goes, no. (laughs) And I went, well. uh, And I I was like, I kind of went. And the guy's like, no, we didn't. <laughs> you take it back right now. <laughs> and this guy stands up and he's like, You take back that answer right now. And like, he's mad. And I'm just like, You know what, everybody? Everyone gets a point in that round. Let's move the fuck on. <laughs> um, yeah, just a couple more points. Uh, Joe Biden, of course, being the president of America, he had to get in um, a little bit of boogeyman talk. Uh, somebody was talking about China and he goes, He's like, China wants to be the most powerful country on earth. They want to have the strongest economy and the strongest military, and that won't yeah. happen on my watch. Um, so I don't know what the term tanky is and whether I'm with them or against them, but like, there's so many people that have been pointing out recently the ways in which 
every American president for like at least 15, 20 years has been talking about China like they were just days away from coming to get us all. Yeah. And like the thing is, China is going to get us. China, <laughs> first of all, China is just growing. Yeah. That's all that's really happening. Yeah. And like, I've been to China. I've met Chinese people. Like, I'm there is definitely oppression. There is like other things, but like for the most part, they're just fucking regular people. Like, they're fine. Like, everybody I met in China was like happy enough. Like, they just had a fucking job and went to work and shit. Like, this isn't some fucking psycho authoritarian nightmare like it's made out to be in our media. And uh, <laughs> I've there are there. parts of it that are there's, way fucked up. Man. I don't know the whole the whole uh, wigger thing. Here's the is thing, though: it's like, yeah, the more that I've seen that, and I'm not sure exactly the extent of this, but like the only people that have reported on it are like these like bigger media companies that always push a boogeyman narrative, and so it's like to the point that there are some people saying now that like this might not actually be as bad as they've been telling us and it might be just another way to like make China the boogeyman yeah, and I don't know I, which side I, to I, really believe but like I wouldn't put it past the American government to push that narrative see, to no. make an enemy I, I, mean, I, I, think, I, I think that it, it that, that if they do that though they've got to be on the same page because like the Disney Corporation still very very much in that country making films you could look at mm -hmm. the controversy with making Mulan in the area in which they made it stuff like that right and they are a big media conglomerate corp corporation. Like they own ABC News, they own mm -hmm. those things. So they can't be both saying, "Oh no, it's great, we can make films here," but then also that part. I think that they, if they're going to coordinate it, they just got to coordinate it a little better on, on that part. Yeah, um, uh, my point is like, oh, I'm, I'm not saying like, oh, it's all made up, but yeah. like, I like I I've heard it explained you that like you even think, but I personally from all this is one of the only issues I mm -hmm. like know a little bit about about China. Like, right. I really don't follow their government. Like, I know all that. Like, I all the stuff with Hong Kong and like they're like they're gonna invade Taiwan next week. Like that all that fear that shit feels like fear mongering yeah like mm -hmm. when they go off about that like they're gonna take like taking taiwan would be an international fucking crisis like, and they know that like and th that aside but like i i mean, at least the all the footage and everything that i've seen both like vice news um from a bunch of different like separate independent documentaries seems like it is an incredibly fucked up situation and mind you i'm not saying america's better i mean what yeah, the fuck like did we the, do during world war ii they like, are definitely not doing anything bullshit. to the uyghurs that we haven't done to like three different groups of yeah, people in yeah. our history anyway right. but like, I, the yeah. one difference at least seems from what mm -hmm. i've seen is that it is like a literal like reprogramming like from these kids taken like from there yeah and like like the way they're schooled the way they're allowed to talk the way they shift sites around, the way they won't let any humanitarian like thing in, uh, like there's a lot of issues there that just don't seem like they're okay. And like the silent, like I mean, the, the silencing is the one of the biggest parts of it. Like the 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 dramatic, like even for other issues in China, the dramatic way they go to shuffle this, like and try to hide it and do mm. anything they can, the way they move all the camps, like all the time, and it's like it's millions of people. Yeah, like it's insane. Uh, I just I feel very strongly about it. I think it's super fucked up. Um, like, my, my, I, I, I guess this thing I'm usually wrong about stuff. Usually wrong about no, everything, frankly, in my life. I mean, but I don't think I'm wrong about this. I mean, I can see your point on that. I think that my mind goes more towards of like this. We've always needed a boogeyman. You know what I mean? Like we. And and here's the thing. Other countries. I mean, 
They yeah, there are the plenty worst. of other countries that are literally yeah. genociding people as it's we also speak. True. Right. And yeah. it's like the reason that we focus so much on China doing it is because we need to keep the American public okay right. with us using them as the boogeyman. But, right. Because like, we need to be number one. And we've always been taught like, literally that literally 115 right on people were murdered in the street for a peaceful protest yeah. in Myanmar yesterday. It's yeah. not even on the no, fucking. And, but I, yeah. I actually, I, I think what I'm trying to express is that. I don't think most people, like, I think most people, people who listen to this podcast probably know about the situation, but that's not the boogeyman one, I feel. Like, I don't feel like it gets brought up enough. Uh, like, the, specifically the, the Uyghurs. Yeah, yeah, okay, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Do, sh- do they boogeyman the show? Of course they fuck. I think we're all mm-hmm. agreement on that. Right. Like, this is just the one particular issue I'm passionate about. No, yeah. Uh, no, I. Like, I don't feel like it's talked about enough. I feel like if, if most of the United States knew about it, people would flip shit. Or not care because they hate Asian people. I think, well, uh, I think basically what I was just trying to say is that like the, the China's rise is there's nothing we can fucking do about it. It's a bit they have three times as many people as us. Like yeah. if they want to expand and become the biggest country, the biggest economy, that's just gonna happen. Well, yeah, it's, it's and like just we like, need to scared. like we need to for some reason American government like needs to like maintain this idea of. Uh, we must be able to dominate them. We must be able to defeat them. China's not going to fucking attack us. They no. make a lot of money from us. They don't want to blow us up. Well, the the other thing is... Like, there's no threat. Like, Obama made all... He shifted our focus of where our military bases are to everywhere we could put them in the Pacific and surround China. It's like, China doesn't fucking care about blowing us up. They just want to They just want to do capitalism. They just want to do capitalism. They just want to yeah. do capitalism. But I think the other thing is, is like, yeah, there's horrible shit going on in, in China. And, and I think that that's right. Because I don't know that, right? Yeah. Because they don't report on that shit. They focus on this other stuff, you know, to make China look like the boogeyman because they don't really give a fuck about that situation at the end of the day. You know what I mean? And and at the end of the day is what I mean, there's so much shit happening in other countries that but America is so broken and is literally it's dying. Right. We need to fucking stay out of fucking everything. Like I every we like at this point. What the fuck? You know, what do we do? We could close down 500 military bases that we have overseas and every single person living in America would be the exact same amount of safe. Right. Yeah. I, it's interesting. There, the, the, I'm not, I, there is one of the ideas was I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys know how, how much of the Bush doctrine. Ooh, little bit. A little bit. I'm anyway, a fan. I hate one girl shave. I don't know. I, this is the thing. <laughs> I like when I was in college. Like I was. It was. It was the Bush administration. Yeah. And one of the. Th- I. The, one of the best classes I ever took in my entire life was global politics in like current global politics in the global system, and you get to learn about how like a lot of these countries like work together in all these different systems. And every president has a doctrine. Like you've heard of probably like the Monroe Doctrine, but even like there was a Clinton Doctrine. Like it's kind of their their how their global agenda is set. Uh, and the Bush Doctrine, which very much was uh, up until September 11th, was I don't know, let's hang out. Like, <laughs> uh, like that's what it was. But then there's just this streak, this like neocon, just bullshit streak. And one of the things that was in his doctrine, which I don't know how effectively it worked, was the idea of like we're going to put a bunch of people in military bases to directly piss off everybody to draw yeah. attention. And I don't know if that worked at all. I have no idea. I have no. I've never followed up on that. But that was the logic that was like explained to me, and like now it's like maybe that wasn't a good idea. Like yeah. maybe maybe the maybe the Bush administration got a couple things wrong. Yeah, you know? yeah, they might have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just a few. You know what? Just a maybe a handful. Yeah. Maybe a handful of things. Yeah. 
It's a, it's yeah, a they, fucking they mess. Yeah, they should have... Uh, never mind. I don't even want to... I, I mean, that's why we have those bases in Germany to stop them. <laughs> I think part of the way, though, that... Well, one of the things that they kind of... Like with the whole boogeyman thing with China is that they know that China is a larger country just in general and they're more healthy consumers. They're going to consume more products, mm -hmm. things like that. We have no products to give them. So yeah. that puts us yeah. at a severe disadvantage. Oh, and that's why and it also, that's why it's a good thing for us to, you know, make them look bad because we already take so much from yeah. that country consu consumer wise anyway. I think it's that, just, it's so stupid and short sighted because like, the the idea, I guess, is to like kind of bully China and like try and keep them from like re taking over as the number one economy. But like, they, nothing we can do will stop that. Yeah, like they're, they're, we just we, the smarter move is to just fucking learn how to work with them. Yeah, like that. What are you doing? Like, why are you like? Oh, if we put bases all around them, we can keep them in check for what ten more years, fifteen years, and that's only it's not keeping, gonna last. And that's like, keeping them in check from a military perspective, mm -hmm. not from the consumerist capitalist type yeah, of perspective. Yeah. So there's nothing that they. You're right. There is literally nothing. They've they lifted can more do people out that. of poverty in the last ten years than the rest of the planet has in a hundred. Like it's. <laughs> It's 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 not we can't stop it. Like so China's on a come up, is that what you're saying? China's, China's, China's on a come up. China's, China's, come up. Uh, China's coming say, up on a Tuesday. All right. I was <laughs> gonna say China was gonna have a white boy summer, but then no, that's not that's Well, I think that's a good place to end it. China's white boy summer. Chet Hanks uh is Chet Hanks going to Shanghai. <laughs> Shanghai's dope. Uh, I do want to, we always try to end on a little bit of good news. And uh, there was some this week. Um, you know, Taco Bell is going to announce uh, nationwide that the chicken sandwich that they're doing. I've heard it's really good. Um, it looks interesting. I, yeah, I would fuck with it. It looks like a chicken finger taco. Yeah. Oh. Uh, do you guys? Oh. Did you guys ever hear have those cinnamon balls that are yeah. there? Oh, oh right. yo, yeah, I right. I fucking <laughs> bought twelve of them. I, I love those. Things. I love. <laughs> I bought twelve and I ate four in a row and I felt like I wanted to throw up though. But I, it was so good. So I liked it. all of Taco Bell's breakfast. Mm. Like I like. Oh I liked yeah, the, the Taco Bell waffle. breakfast was great. Breakfast was waffle great. taco, like oh. that was good. Like Cotton. I liked all of it. Oh, uh, <laughs> I want now. I want a choco taco. Oh yeah. Kelton, you fuck with Taco Bell? I know you're down there in Texas. Of course, always. Hell yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What's better? What's better, Taco Bell or Del Taco? Oh, uh, Taco Bell, just simply for brand recognition. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like, like so I mean. I've never, I've never been to Del's Taco. I, I would love to go to a Del Taco. <laughs> Del's Taco. There's, there's a Del Taco in Robinson. Wait, really? Wait, fucking really? I th I'm pretty sure. Hold on. I don't Whoa. think that. Well, we're heading, th we're heading that way. Hold on. Hold on. I might be lying. <laughs> Hold on. Maria's coming out with the fake news. Jesus fake Christ. news, Maria. Can't have fake uh, news on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I heard of something called Taco John's. That's just a dumb name. Taco John's. Taco John's. Um. Yeah. Other good news. Oh, no. La Casa del Taco. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Other yeah, good news, yeah, um, it's not quite on the same scale as the nationwide arrival of Taco Bell's new menu item, but um, Virginia abolished the death penalty. That's, yep. that's oh, almost that's, as good. That's good. Yeah, um, I guess. Still federally <laughs> but, mandated. But wait, do they, do they give them, like, potato tacos after that? Is that... <laughs> 
Everybody's well, on death row, just gets a get potato taco. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think they're letting them have to, uh, any taco bow or anything. <laughs> well, that's, um, that's... Uh, can you imagine I... being like a week away from death? Like from you've been on death row for like fifteen years, and you finally got your execution date. It's a week away, and like all you've been thinking about for the last three years is your last meal that you get because they they still yeah. do that, right? Like you oh, get yeah. whatever yeah, the fuck do. you want. Yeah. I mean, that's the and best part. So by you've far. been thinking about that and thinking about that and like, oh, I'm gonna die. I don't know. I guess I deserve it. Whatever. And then you're a week away, and they're like. Abolish the death penalty, and you're like, wait, now I'm not getting a fucking meal. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna have meatloaf and spaghetti and a cake all in one bowl. I feel like, like I get Chinese food if I did it. <laughs> I would. You are a Chinese plant. I knew it. <laughs> uh, this is motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I would get? I'd get pasta too. Oh yeah, that's why. That's why I'm going Chinese. I can get lo mein, general so, yeah, sweet and sour. Too. But I get all of the, the traditional dishes. Chinese dishes, yeah, lo mein and general so. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I um, I have a, I have a good news. What's up, Maria? Baltimore is no longer going to uh, prosecute drug possession, pros, uh, prostitution, or low-level crimes. Yeah, that's which that is, is dope. good news. So they're kind of the wires fucked. Yeah, yeah, they're ruining yeah, the wires. No. <laughs> They're, they're kind of making a hamster dam in a sense, dude. If you think about it, uh, uh, can you please explain what the fuck okay, that means? So in the third <laughs> yeah. season, the the I've police never seen the in wire. Baltimore tried this thing where instead of like having the kids on all of the corners, they gave them like one block, and the kids named it Hamsterdam because hmm. this cop was like, "Think of it as Amsterdam. Like we're not going to charge you guys, and we'll stop like gripping you up if you go down this block." Where all these abandoned houses are. Um, and Did it, it was work? Like, uh, they got busted at the end. Um, Whoa! But, spoilers. Well, I, I I mean, even though I asked for it, but they <laughs> tried. No, it's the third season. Yeah, it's the third season they do Hamsterdam. But like, um, I do agree with what Baltimore's doing because again, that what we should not be prosecuting people for things like that. It's it, it's not it's a not it's victimless crimes. They shouldn't even be crimes. Prostitution is a fucking job. You know what I mean? Like, they should have the same labor laws as we do. Uh, I agree, so. and I'm glad that they're doing that. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just don't want to do this podcast anymore. Yeah, it's um, depressing. <laughs> sorry. I was um, really Kelton, sad. Kelton, Derek, Amanda, thank you all for coming by on yeah, short notice. Yeah, this is really fun. Of course. Of course. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything to plug? Let's start with you, Kelton. Uh, I guess if you uh, uh, liked my voice or if you hated it, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, go ahead and check out uh, Garbage In, Garbage Out. It's my podcast. Uh, we talk about movies uh, for the most part. So it's on Twitter at Giggo Podcast. Giggo. I just followed you guys. So Derek. Thank you. Thank Amanda, you. anything? Uh, I don't have anything to really promote. Just follow me on the Twitters, which I'm barely on, and the Instagrams, at Amanda Averill. Last name is A-V-E-R-E-L-L. Uh, and uh, check out my website for comedy things. Uh, I'll be in Ohio in May. Uh, that's I'm doing a bunch of stuff in Pittsburgh over the summer. But She's that's opening up it. for Drew Carey, folks. Check it out. Oh, yeah. Uh, Drew Carey. <laughs> Yeah, but that's it for me. Uh, for me, uh, you can always go to my website, uh, DerekMinter.com. I have an album out uh, live from Lawrenceville's Finest Ham Theme Bar. You can find it on every single fucking platform imaginable, including like 10 I don't know what they do. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, seriously, when like doing through my distributor, they're like, here's all these. And I'm like, those are real? I'm like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> so like, if you want to be on Spanish, Spotify, like if you, whatever that is, you can find me on there. And you can listen to my album. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm on I'm on the instas as the six million dollar ham, uh, and you can find me on the tweets as well. It's brings the ruckus. So hell yeah, me and Maria are on Twitter too much. Find us. 
Yeah, you know what we're at. <laughs> send us emails. Yeah, please send us send emails. Send us a fucking email, Be- yeah, listeners. Yeah, please, because this... We uh, want to do an advice portion of the show do. where we, like... Uh, because you this... You tell people what to do. Because oh. here's the Nobody's thing. Nobody's in yeah. If you Somebody's guys... got to break the seal. Send us a fucking email about your problems, and we will tell you the wrong way to fix them. Here's you the listen thing. to this podcast? We can, yeah. <laughs> we can either do one of two things. I can continue to be depressed about this fucking children at the border situation, or you guys can ask us fucking questions so I can give you fucking advice yeah uh it's gonna Pick be your a, poison it's gonna be a sad girl <laughs> summer so i know so i'm sorry listen i was really me. erratic on this episode um i don't just, apologize to the listeners they don't deserve it you know why I'm but we anxious. do love you guys and we're yeah. so glad that you listen and we'll be back next week as long as you know uh you know nothing gets better everything and- is definitely gonna be fucked